MVP, welcome back to the show. Man, it's good to be back. I I, I had to make sure that I come back at, at least once a year or so so I could pad my stats and continue to be the most uh, the guest with the most appearances. Yep, John Worcester and Fred Armisen be damned. You're you're beating them now again. Uh, you got the you got the you got the belt back. Uh, but this is this is amazing to have you back on because I really feel like, uh, you know, I started the show around the time I met you, and now all these years later, kind of you know having done you know the the Vice documentary with you. And, you know, here we are talking again and it feels like, you know, your, your biography has just got like chapter after chapter being written. And here you are once again, kind of like, (laughs) you know, back in the main event, (laughs) like actually now in the main event at WrestleMania. A a completely new chapter, right? It's, it's, it's insane. Uh, just, uh, uh, these last two years have been a blur, you know, because as you know, I came back just so my son could see me at SummerSlam. And then the next night I got the Wrestle Ray Mysterio on Raw. And, you know, I, I it, my son's mother sent me a video of him standing in front of the TV watching me do my entrance on Raw and him doing my whole entire entrance in front of the TV. And then wrestling his favorite wrestler. You know, it was just way more than I could have asked for. And uh, Paul Heyman, who was uh, the executive on raw at the time he made it all happen and as amazing as things go i you know the pandemic came and i had uh after that night agreed to take a position with them as a producer and the next thing i know i was being recruited to help out do some of the the heavy lifting in the talent department since you know people weren't coming to work and people couldn't get out and uh I was just literally working week to week. I didn't have a contract. And then after being in like eight or nine segments of one day raw, one night they were like, yeah, we're going to get you signed and get you squared away. And uh, I'm back full time as talent. And it's crazy because as you and I discussed and and then that the the episode of the wrestlers and the people who who knew me, I was preparing to hang them up. I was going to be done. And you know, that's one of the most amazing things about the business of professional wrestling cards subject to change. Yeah. No. And I think that's, I think at one point you suggested that as an audio biography title and it's, it's really true. Like, it's just like <laughs> to see, you know, like you, as you said, there was like, I talked to you beforehand. You're like, yeah, I get to go back tomorrow and I'm going to wrestle. So my son can see me one last time. And then, you know, here you are now, obviously having the massive following out with Bobby Lashley, but like, you know, managing Bobby Lashley in the main event and, and just being, being kind of like manifesting this whole other thing, not, and, and including the music thing that you've also now had a huge comeback with too. You, you know, it's crazy because you know, you, you know my love for music. We bonded and discussed music for hours. Um, I, again, I had some old music that I hadn't released and, me and my, my partner in rhyme, Dwayne Swayze, we're just listening to some old stuff. And he's like, man, you should put this stuff out. And this stuff is just, it's finished. It's good. So um, I put out a song called Still Balling, which was a song that, uh, that I had made when I was going to return to the WWE some years ago. 
uh, that ended up not working out. And so I was just sitting and we released it with a little animated video and it, it got such a huge response. And I said, okay, well, I'm just going to start releasing some of this older stuff. And the, the song that I'm releasing off 420, Legalize It, was a song I wrote probably 10 years ago. And I recorded it in the in my house and just in because I used to have a little demo studio. And uh, it was something that, I, yeah, I, I want to finish this at some point and release it. And it, it just sat. Um, and I thought, with everything that's been going on now with most of the states having legalized recreational cannabis and the federal government finally, uh, uh, here in the United States, are, are, are finally having serious conversations about rescheduling. Um, I thought, you know, it, it, it was timely. You know, it, what a great time to bring it out. You know, let's federalize, uh, let's legalize cannabis at the federal level. You know, treat it like alcohol. I, I don't condone kids or children using alcohol or cannabis, but full-grown adults who are responsible should be able to indulge in use of cannabis or alcohol and alcohol <laughs> as long as it be responsible. Well, so, we don't. Yeah, we don't, so, I was, was going to say we don't condone crossfading on this show. That's the uh, uh, well, <laughs> that leads to a lot of problems for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. This That's is this is why I said responsibly. Yes, if you yes. are if you're a response if you're a responsible consumer, then fine. But um yeah, just just re-releasing old music and now I started writing some new stuff and I got a huge look. Uh one of the biggest boosts as far as my music goes is during the pandemic, you know, as as the hurt business became this this huge phenomenon that everybody was into. Um, West Side Gun, Wale, and Smoke Dizza all collaborated on a song, and they called it The Hurt Business. And, you know, for, for those of you listeners who don't know, like, those guys are heavyweights in, in the hip-hop <laughs> industry, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had lost my phone when they dropped it. And, and, and for a few days, I was completely out of touch. When I got my phone back, I see all these messages. Hey, did you hear this? Did you see this? Did you see this? So I reached out. And I was like, hey, man, how are you guys going to have a Hurt Business song without me? And they were like, man, send us a verse. We'll, we'll do a remix. And I said, all right, send me the track. And I did it. And they did a, a remix and, you know, the Hurt Business remix featuring MVP. And, man, you know, I... I I had laid down some bars in that verse and everyone was giving me props. And, you know, at this point, everyone's like, man, MVP, you make good music. Like, put it out, do it. So I figured, all right, I'll actually put a little more time and effort into doing music as well. It's wild how ahead of the game you and Jericho were on that, like the idea of music and wrestling integration and the idea that these things have such like you know copacetic kind of fan bases and and go together so well but like it really feels like it was kind of this last year that things have finally caught up to you guys and there's a lot of people now that have either come from music or have expressed like wanting to do music and stuff but like you know you've, you've obviously been slugging at it for years to get to this point where you know now everything's clicking and for me i mean you know i, I still want to do the band you know, yeah. we talked about it. You know, I still want to do this hardcore band. And I've, I finally have had some offers of assistance from some capable people. But it's, it's just been a timing thing. 
But um, I recently had a real cool conversation with uh, Fish Fisher, Fishbone, you know, who's a, a legendary drummer. And then just, you know, I, I, you know my, how much I love Fishbone and all of those guys, you know. But um, Fish recently told me, hey, man, I, I got you back. Let's do it. I'll help you out. I, I know all the people you need to, to pull this off. So now it's just a matter of, of timing. But it's it's crazy, man. I'm, I'm 48. I'll be 49 in October. I always said that I had intended to retire from pro wrestling at 45. Um, so I, I I think I've stayed past my ex- expiration date, but I don't think I've worn out my welcome yet. <laughs> um, I'll just hang out a little while longer. And music has been something that I've, I've loved since I was a kid. My musical tastes are so eclectic all over the place, you know, hardcore, jazz, metal, hip hop. You know, I, I like everything. And to to be in a position where I have an audience and I can create music, something I love, and there's a sizable portion of my audience that also likes my music. So, you know, at this stage of life, I'm just I'm just doing all the things I want to do and, and, and enjoying it, having fun. Well, like I remember talking to you about West Side Gun when those early mixtapes were first coming out and to see you then all these years later be doing verses with them. I don't doubt that this hardcore band is going to be one of the biggest, most incredible things to ever happen. Once it drops. <laughs> don't doubt MVP. That's that's, you know, never make the mistake of doubting you on any of this stuff. Yeah, and you know what? There's something to be said for that, man. Because it's so funny when we when we did that episode of uh, the wrestlers. You know, I was on my way out the door, and you know there were people that uh, that I thought were my friends, and I found out weren't my friends that were saying some pretty pretty nasty things about me behind my back. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know people. Uh, saying that, that things like you know, I, I was unemployable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, yo, what, what, why, Um, and then to be able to come back and be in the position, you know, having made the best of the opportunities that came my way, and being back in a position where, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm impacting lives personally and professionally with the WWE. It's very gratifying, you know, and it's, you know, for those people that were saying those things about me, you know, I'm, I'm back in the number one wrestling company in the world and in a very important position. <clears throat> uh, not, well, I, I said they were not a very important position, but, and, uh, you're on TV every week. You know, with, and, the, and, with the fucking and, champ, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like two-time I mean, two-time WWE champion. So uh, a position of relevance is is what I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. No, and that guy, the guy who, you know, who doubted you, I'm sure at this point must be, you know, just eating those words each and every week, watching it kind of unfold, and it's just been. Yeah, it's been really cool and really inspiring to see a friend kind of do that. You know, even with if, even if I didn't get a chance to meet you, watching this happen as a fan would have been really cool to see happen because it is like the ultimate comeback on and off the screen time and time again. Yeah, and, and you know, it's funny. I was joking around with some of the boys a while back, but, you know, coming up on the Indies, 
back, you know, in the, in the South Florida back in the day, you know, you, you, you see these the old timers, the old territory guys who maybe had a run in, in WWE at one point, or as they called it, New York. And, you know, they, man, I got one more run in me, man. If I could just get in front of this one more time, man, I got one more TV run in me, brother. I got one more. And, you know, it was just th- that mythical one more run. That, that, that you've heard mentioned that everybody talked about. Um, I, I am in the midst of that mythical one <laughs> run, you know? <laughs> no, no, it, it's, it's definitely the, uh, you know, it's that, that adage that there's, there's, you know, you can never, never count a wrestler out. You know, there's no, there's a lot <laughs> of, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, dusty finishes in wrestling. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but oh, I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say that you know, it's just been amazing and, and it's surreal, you know, coming back. And, you know, my, my time with WWE has been awesome. It's very demanding, very challenging, but that's what, you know, you get at that elite level. And then being able to contribute, who have been allowed to contribute, um, it's just been great and it's so gratifying. And, and you know, my, my little boy, you know, our Camden's, <laughs> you know, just for him, it's so cool that daddy's back on TV. He loves it when we're out somewhere and someone wants to take a picture and get an autograph. He's like, daddy, you're famous. Am I, am I famous too, daddy? Am I famous too? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's been, it's been a, 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 a crazy, crazy loop here, but I, I like where I'm at right now. Yeah, it's amazing to watch you and, you know, Austin, like all these people I made, met during the wrestlers, like, you know, Theory and and people like, you know, all kind of like having these amazing moments at the same time each and every week. Uh, but I got to ask you, if there is a Hurt Business reunion, what are the odds of Jimmy Lloyd being allowed in the Hurt Business? Who is Jimmy Lloyd? <laughs> He's this, uh, he's a he's a very beloved deathmatch wrestler in GCW who uh has wanted to become a member of the Hurt Business I think since the Hurt Business uh first appeared on TV and has worn a Hurt Business t-shirt in every photo opportunity he gets and including when we Oh, stepped- I know the dude you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that guy. I've seen I've I guess I've seen some of those photos. So Yeah, yeah. He was someone I met actually when we made the first Deathmatch documentary. He was uh just kind of like starting up in the business uh, as a little kid and to watch him kind of once again like you know on a on a different scale but kind of achieve all his dreams. It's also very inspiring in a in a different way, obviously. <laughs> He wants to be in the hurt business. Huh? He wants to be in the hurt <laughs> business. <laughs> so, I don't... Uh, well, here's what I'll say about that: everybody in the hurt business could legitimately wrestle. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so if Jimmy Lloyd can, if you're a legit grappler, you have you have a legitimate. You know, it's funny because people didn't even realize that Cedric had a uh, uh, look. A, a JUCO level amateur wrestling background. So a lot of every, people didn't know that. 
So you're saying that Jimmy Lloyd's got to go in there and survive with Shelton Benjamin or with Bobby Lashley or with Cedric or with yourself even for a, a period of time. And then he can potentially be a member of the business. Yeah. Yeah. The gauntlet. The gauntlet. If you can, if you can last uh, a five minute round with each of us, then you're good to go. Well, in wrestling, anything's possible, as I've seen. So maybe. Well, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Anything is possible in this crazy business. Well, anytime you want to come back on here and talk about this business or that business, you know that it's always open for you here. I do it. Thank you very much. Please give Lauren my best. I, I one of the most amazing people in the world. You're, you're a very lucky man, and I don't know how she does it. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, please, for uh, anybody who's listening to this, uh, I am on Spotify, Apple Music, all of the, the various streaming platforms. I would greatly appreciate it if you would swing by. It's M, capital M, space, capital D, space, capital P on Spotify. Uh, run through my catalog. Give me a few listens. Now, granted, for the Turned Out Upon audience, this is primarily rap. I haven't released any of uh, of the hardcore songs that I've written yet. Yet. Uh, but they will come. But yeah, just what do. Give me a listen. If you like it, give me a follow. Add me to your, your, your gym playlist or whatever. And if you don't, thanks for stopping by. Check back in uh, again in, in a few months when I release some of my hardcore stuff and see if that suits you. But uh, just check me out. I appreciate it.